October 31st of this year, while my children and millions of others were getting ready to trick-or-treat, a Guatemalan woman gave birth to a baby girl in the town of Huchitan in Oaxaca, Mexico. The mother and her husband were among the 5,000 people who had walked all the way from Honduras in a caravan, which began on October the 12th with about 160 refugees, all of whom were fleeing violence, poverty, and political oppression in Honduras, Guatemala, Nicaragua, and El Salvador. After walking 1,000 kilometers across three countries, they arrived in Huchitan, a town in southern Mexico famous for its matriarchal heritage and ornate dresses made famous by Frida Kahlo. The town was an auspicious setting considering the mother did not plan on giving birth there. It was not her hospital. It was not her doctor. It was not her town. It was not her country. But the baby came, and the baby was healthy, and mother and father and baby girl were all together in this foreign place. The baby was the first child born to the people of the caravan. In the United States, the news spotlight shined and said on Trump's decision to deploy 15,000 troops to the border to stop the caravan. When I read that, I imagined 15,000 troops coming face to face with this little newborn girl, (laughs) an unknown baby born in an unknown distant town. In the days of Emperor Augustus, a woman from an unknown town gave birth to a child in another distant town to similar fanfare, at least as far as the folks in Rome were concerned. But over millennia, the love and vulnerability of that child would transform the world and turn the power of Herod, Augustus, and Quirinius into footnotes in the story of the baby born with rags and no place in this world. The baby was born in the city of David, the town that raised a shepherd boy who would defeat a giant and went on to become the first king of a dynasty that defined a nation. Hundreds of years later, as the shepherds kept watch of their flock at night in the hills, the nation was occupied by the Roman army, the undisputed superpower of its day. According to Luke, the actions of that superpower in a far and distant land initiate this story that we celebrate year after year. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus to all the world that they should be registered. All went to their own towns to be registered. Here, political power reduces people to numbers. They are moved about like pawns on a chessboard. Joseph went to the town of Nazareth in Galilee, to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem. Joseph crosses borders, going from a small town in one region to another. And Mary goes with him 
to be counted despite the fact that she is very pregnant. While Augustus sits on his throne and changes the lives of the entire known world with a statement, this baby, the baby born this night, is the epitome of powerlessness. When I, was a, when I was a child, we ate a lot of our holiday meals at my paternal grandmother's house. Her husband was a short, stout man from southern Italy named Vito. Uh, and Vito, or Papa as we called him, was an impeccable cook. Just an amazing, amazing cook. And he cooked by instinct. He did not use recipes. But he cooked to perfection, to perfection. He'd spend the whole day laboring in the kitchen with smells of olive oil and butter and garlic and onions wafting through the whole house. It was amazing. I loved it. When it was finally time to eat, he would gather us at the table, let someone say a prayer, and then declare, manja, manja, eat, eat. Manja, from the Latin mandere, meaning to chew. In various Latin languages, it is the same. It shows up in different, different places, such as the French, manger. Or as we gringos might read that word, manger. Manger. Manger named for what it is, an eating trough, the chewing Trough, the trough where animals eat. Away in the feeding trough. That's how this baby is treated. He is not isolated by wealth and class. Rather, he finds his place among all of God's creatures. He is wrapped in bands of cloth, wrapped in the most humble of materials, and put in a gigantic dog bowl. A trough. This is how God reveals the divine presence among us. This is how God changes the world through the vulnerable. God reminds us that however meager our circumstances, however impossible the odds, God can change the world and vulnerability trumps imperial power from the very beginning God reveals God's self in Jesus as vulnerable could there be anything more vulnerable than a newborn baby they're utterly helpless they barely see, their heads are soft and funky, their skin is delicate, their bodies flail around, they can't even really lift their heads. As many of you know, I have had a refresher course in newborns of late. On November 2nd, we welcomed our third son, Amos, who is back there, right there, with our other kiddos. One of the amazing things about the birth of a child is how it stops everything. 
Whatever work I had going on, whatever worries dominated my passing thoughts, whatever plans I had make, made, all went out the window when Amos was born. When a baby comes, everything stops. All of a sudden, in that moment of birth, a new person is in the room. A beautiful, vulnerable baby. That baby's vulnerability demands our attention. It inspires mindfulness. Yes, babies can be exhausting. (laughs) We are still up every couple hours through the night. Changing the baby, feeding the baby, trying to get back to sleep. (laughs) But in those quiet moments together, I remember what matters. I remember the love we share. I remember a love eternal and unchangeable. In those moments, the worries of the world around me Dissipate the forces of politics and economics, the daily struggle, the gravity of fear are vanquished by the love and vulnerability of a baby. There, together as family, in the dark of night, there is peace on earth. Such is the power of love at work tonight. The power that reminds us of the dignity of others, that turns our hearts and eyes to the vulnerable. We who are children of God, each and every one of us, will find God there in the manger, there in the caravan, there in the person in need beside us. God bless us, everyone. Amen.